Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. What's up, sweaties? We are here for a very special, very special day. It is, we, we just saw Avengers Infinity War, and this is our non- spoiler edition now check it it's it's a run from it you can't it is here it's it's landed everyone's gonna see this movie over the next three or four days we got a chance to see it a little bit early so we're gonna just talk about our thoughts and feelings completely non-spoilery now now believe me there's people who are filming us right now who haven't seen the movie so we aren't gonna spoil this for anybody but we are gonna talk in a vague way about our reactions to Avengers Infinity War and let me just start off right with Koi, Markia, we all just saw the movie. Wow. Uh, stunned, stunned, <laughs> and uh, uh, emotionally challenging film, uh, action-packed film, incredible acting, incredible storylines. Let's talk about what stood out to you, Koi, uh, seeing Avengers: Infinity War. I loved that I didn't know what I was in for. I loved that they've done such a good job keeping this movie what it is and i love that when i thought it couldn't escalate further it did i i really appreciated that this was three three acts yeah <laughs> it was a series of third acts it from really the is. beginning it's uh marquia what are your thoughts <laughs> yeah i i love how much care went into this movie they knew exactly what they were doing they knew exactly how we feel about these characters and they knew exactly how to both twist the knife and relieve the pressure. Mm. And this is, it's an epic story that they managed to put together. And I, I'm, I'm a little bit traumatized, sure. but it's also a catharsis with this For movie. sure. I mean, I like that you said that because I feel like Avengers Infinity War is uh, the culmination of 10 years of Marvel Studios films. And and in no joke or way, shape, or form am I trying to say watch all 22 or 19, 18 of these other movies. But you have to see Captain America, the first Avenger. You have yeah. to see Iron Man. You kind of have to see Winter Thor. Winter Soldier. You have to see Avengers. Doctor Strange. See Doctor it. Strange, Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. I mean, so mm-hmm. I'm listing off about half of them. So you literally have to see half of these movies in order to fully comprehend the weight of what happens in this movie. And my guess is if you're watching Heroes right now, you've seen all of the movies. So <laughs> um, just get ready, prepare yourself. And I felt like, you know, what I always try to do nowadays when I go see a big blockbuster film is kind of 
lower my expectations. I'm like, it's not going to hit it like all the things I've thought about for all these years. Mm -hmm. There's no possible way that they could do it. Well, guess what? Avengers Infinity War got so close that I'm like, I really, I really had to think about like, wow, they really kind of like, I didn't even have a checklist with things to cross off, but I started in my mind, I was like, wow, they covered that, they did that, they did this, they did that. They did certain things that are so unexpected and not what I was expecting to see happen, um, both positively and negatively. But all of it, like, really, I mean, like, where all of us are kind of in a shell-shocked, kind of stunned uh, emotional space, because as you would be guessing, it is called Avengers Infinity War. So there's a, certain things that are going to happen in this film that are going to shock you and surprise you. And, you know, like they've done with the trailers, a remarkable job of not really letting us know what is happening really in the storyline. But we've seen so much from these trailers. What we do know is we go to Wakanda. Let's talk about going back to Wakanda after seeing Black Panther. What were your feelings about that? Uh, well, it was a little bit like uh, coming back home <laughs> with the, seeing that with Wakanda. I saw Black Panther six times in theaters, so being able to go back there was a nice, warm place. I I feel like they did a good job with conveying um, the scope of what Wakanda is that you can find in Black Panther, you can find in the trailers. You know about the technology is there. You know that they have the warriors there, and they also have the heart. So I thought that they did an excellent job with doing that with this movie. Um, I'm sorry. I am so shell-shocked right now and uh, still a bit traumatized. Um, but, yeah, the, the things that we loved about Wakanda and the characters that we loved about Wakanda, they do, they do that service for us in yeah, this movie. So I, I did that. not feel disappointed in any way, shape, or form knowing even the construct of the, of the definition of having, like, 38-plus characters in a film – what are your feelings? Before I get into that, what are your feelings about seeing Wakanda again? It was, it was I, I totally agree. We just were in Wakanda so recently this year, and I was worried that it wouldn't feel... The, the Black Panther allowed that world to grow and flourish, and I was afraid that since there was so much going on, they wouldn't have time for us to reinvest. But the way they, they bring up Wakanda and the world they built so well in Black Panther... It does feel like coming home, and it also feels like every character gets enough time to shine, not just Wakanda, but in this movie, that you remember all of your favorite bits, and you remember all the things you love, and everything just... It, this this movie is like this, this beautiful rise-up of importance, and Wakanda is a location that's a character, so when that character got time to shine, it felt right. Yeah, yeah now, I mean, like, once again, non-spoiler, <laughs> we, if we're going to talk about characters, there are so many different characters in this movie, and all of the characters are all kind of meeting up in different ways. We've seen that in the trailers. Like, we saw Spider-Man meet Doctor Strange. We've seen all these different characters kind of interacting for the first time. Um, what would your highlight moment be of interactions with all these characters? Let's start with that. For me? from it, that's, that's in the trailers? That's in the trailer. That's in that's the revealed. trailers. Yeah. That's revealed. <laughs> okay. Um, I... Okay, so in the trailer, they have where uh, Doctor Strange and Spider-Man and um, Iron Man get together. Uh, that, that scene, or those scenes with those characters, that is so beautifully done. Yeah. Everything is balanced in there. Uh, no character is sacrificed, if, if you know what I mean by that. Uh, they are truly who they are. They're just um, put together in that scenario, and 
none of them feel like they aren't who we've seen them be in their own movies. I agree, and I, I want to I wanna say with, with the introduction of Doctor Strange meeting Tony Stark slash Iron Man, I felt that throughout the entire film, that to me really was like, a boilerplate kind of like there was a tension there that was mm. there throughout the entire film. And I felt like that was a cool thing, like to have these characters, as you could see just from what the few clips that they've shown online, you could see there's a little back and forth between them mm-hmm. right away. <laughs> and that stays there. What do you think? I, so many have not been shown in the trailers. So I had to filter through the trailers in my brain. Uh, we know that Thor meets the guardians. Right. And right. I loved the scene following the one we see in the trailer. I thought that was really excellent world building. I thought that, the way they balanced how uh, strange Asgardian humor is with how strange James Gunn's Guardians humor is. I was worried about the levity in this film, and I was really worried that the comedy would feel out of place with all of the Infinity War aspect. And uh, I, I, this is funny. I talk for a living, and I had to drive here in silence. And I'm ha- like, this is the quietest and tamest you'll ever hear me because of what this movie did. That the comedy was so required that without that, I don't know that I could be in public. I love, what, I love what you did there, the Asgardian humor versus the Guardians humor. It really blended kind of perfectly. So yeah. I feel, yeah, I mean, as far as, uh, as, far as Thor, a great return. And if you, has, if you saw Thor Ragnarok, a lot of people would say that it was totally different than mm-hmm. the first two Thor films. And I feel like the Russo brothers kind of wanted to handle Thor in a slightly different way, but keep that thing that Taika brought to it. And I feel like mm-hmm. that's there. I mean, it, it yeah. feels Norse. It yeah. feels like this mythological character. And I really liked that every time Thor did an action, it felt both like Avengers Thor and Ragnarok Thor. Yeah. Definitely. To to back off of what you're saying in a very non-spoilery way, um, when Thor has his continued interaction with the Guardians, and at first you kind of feel like, oh, are we going to get you know, Thor from the first Thor right, right now? And <laughs> it's like, oh, oh no, we get, because it's a path. This character has evolved. So, oh no, no, it's more... Ragnarok Thor. Yeah. Yeah, so non-spoilery. Yeah, a, a good blending as well. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, if there was, a, I mean, within within the context of non-spoiler, I know that we have to keep saying that to remind <laughs> ourselves <laughs> to not say anything. Um, but, but, but... Don't say anything. I know. <laughs> I got, at least there's four or five people with lasers. They might just turn on. Um, but uh, I got to say, like, you know, literally, that's the hard part about doing these kind of talk fest things. Like, <laughs> just came, we just literally just came out of the theater like 45 minutes ago. So it's yeah. kind of like, that is that, like, if you know, if you see us shaking while we're drinking a red cup, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just just I can't happens. really talk about. Yeah, it literally just, we just saw it. But, uh, uh, boy, I cannot wait to see it again because if you are seeing it this weekend, you're going to see it with a massive crowd of mm. sold out shows. After show after show after show after show is going to be mm-hmm. sold out and jam packed because everybody wants to see this movie and you better get your tickets, son. That's all I can say right now. Go see this movie. Yes. Like if you if you happen to even be watching us right now and haven't gotten our ticket, it's okay. Turn this show off and get that ticket immediately. Then come back to us and because we're not going to spoil anything on this show. Mm-hmm. But if you actually happen to check Twitter or Facebook, Oof, or yeah. Instagram, or even log on to Google, you're screwed. <laughs> you are screwed. Yeah, you might as well live in a library that has no books. I mean, because <laughs> you're, you're messed up. You can't, you can't exist. You have to go see this movie. If you care about this movie, you're going to have to see it this weekend because everyone 
after this Wednesday, that's all anybody's going to talk about. So I, I'm glad to see that a lot of people aren't doing too many spoilers mm-hmm. online right now because mm-hmm. the studios all requested don't do it. Everybody was like, can you just be cool and don't say stuff? Of course, you're going to have those trolls out there who live to, to mm-hmm. be a pain in the ass and hurt people and like, ah, I spoiled this for you. That's all, all going to be all over Twitter, and hopefully those get you know taken down. But that's the, that's the risk you have over these next couple days. But then come Thursday, the whole world is going to be seeing Avengers Infinity War. Yeah. I mean, they're talking about over $300 million for the opening weekend. It's a lot of people seeing a movie, and a lot of people are going to want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And so that thing, hey, can you not talk about this movie, is not going to really wash for you know this weekend so by monday you should have seen the film or do anything you possibly can to see the film if you care about spoilers that's my suggestion because literally what koi said is true this movie begins with spoilers yeah, and yeah. It's literally i mean you can't we can't like if you're like are they gonna say anything really we i can only say go see this yeah. movie because i thought it was fantastic i think Marcus and Marcus and McFeely and the Russo brothers as a quad team of sweaties did such an amazing job mm-hmm. of taking all of the elements from the Marvel Cinematic Universe and weaving it together similarly to what they did with Civil War, mm-hmm. but on a much grander and operatic scale. They wove all these characters together that never met each other and make it matter, make it emotionally count, give us a villain, which is a stunner. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've never seen computer graphics to this level of character development that Thanos, I mean, I believed this character was real. At yeah. a point, like probably halfway through the film, I even stopped thinking about CG yeah. in general. Are there a couple of shoddy shots here and there? Sure. And like, you know, if I wanted to complain about a few things, I'll say this in a general way. I felt like a few characters get the short end of the, of the you know, they get short ended a little mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. And you can only see that when you come out of the film, you're like, oh, yeah, this person didn't have that much dialogue or this person kind of echoed what this other person was doing. And you realize that's the only way you can do that when you have so 38 main characters. Yeah. Some people are going to take a back seat to a lesser degree to other people who are taking a back seat. What are your feelings if you walked away with any things that you could say that weren't like oh, amazing? What would you say? Uh, I thought that they did the best they could with that many characters. I do feel like there were times where I wanted to, like, steer the ship another way. But Mm. then when the ship landed, I was like, oh, this makes sense that they went that way. So even my negatives were, I understand why they got there. Because by the time we got back, I got it. So my negatives are are very small. Um, I really loved it. We had a moment at the end of the movie where we weren't talking. Yeah, uh, and we were that shocked. Everyone else it was, was that, talking. They were talking. I'm like, how can you how can you talk right now? This and, it was such an emotional experience. Yeah. And then and then you know, I thought about it and I think I get it and I think this is exactly going on with uh with John's uh, opinion with it. The reason why people need to see it this weekend is because people will be either shell-shocked mm-hmm. like myself and Koi were or they will be like the people around us that need it to immediately talk to somebody. This you is an emotional thing. You have to yeah. see it because people will not be able to help themselves. And the theater atmosphere, I have to point out, was so alive. Yeah. Like yes. we we were in a a decent-sized theater that wasn't full. Right. And and it felt so alive. Electric. The jokes yeah. were yeah. so like we we all said we have to see it again immediately because we missed so many jokes because it has that pop 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 of humor that you love from Marvel, but it also has this depth and gravitas that I don't think we've experienced to this level. So the highs are higher, the lows are lower, and the feeling in the theater felt 
biblical. It felt important. It felt operatic. It felt mm-hmm. so life-changing. I kept calling this Star Wars at the premiere. I kept saying, mm-hmm. this is our generation Star Wars. This is something that I can't wait to tell my grandkids that I saw at the first press screening, that I was there, that I can't wait to pass along the legacy of this movie. Right. And this is that important, and it felt that important. So see it while it isn't ruined for you. See it. Yes. Go, go in. And see it so that you can discuss it with your friends, because this is really one of those movies that is just chock full of discussion points. Mm-hmm. And things happen that this is a, a film filled with gravity in the in the real sense of the word. I mean, not just floaty stuff, but like <laughs> some serious things are happening in this movie. And I I I like that they put their money where their mouth is. Like, does you know for, for the last three months have been like things happen in this movie. This isn't just mm-hmm. like the other films. Like Feige and everybody have just been saying things happen in this film that are going to change the cinematic universe of Marvel forever. And we see that happen. And while we're watching it, we're like, what? And what's next? <laughs> I mean, it's literally like this is a juggernaut of things happening. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's literally affecting and rippling through the entire universe of Marvel. So I could see how, without saying anything about Avengers 4, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm still, I'm like, uh, you know, a little bit mm-hmm. like, well, this part and this part can lock into this part and this part. But then this, all this other stuff, I just don't know. Yeah. So, um, Let's start to get our final thoughts. Oh, let me Go ahead. let me say the things that I didn't enjoy as much. Sure, sure. Um, with it, um, super minor things. But uh, for one, I'm not a hundred percent certain that someone who has not seen any of the Marvel movies would go into this movie with the same experience that we had. Right. I I very much believe. I mean, yes, it is good. Yes, you get the characters. But like you were saying, there are some characters that got a lot more time in their own personal movie or a sidekick to someone right. in their own personal movie to where you, you, you don't get that depth. Right. And I kind of worry about that for all of this if you haven't seen any. So I would very much encourage uh, those people to, sure, sure, go and see this. If you don't understand why the people are crying around you, uh Go ahead and see that character's movie or right. the movie that that character's seen. And in. there's 18 of them, so we're not spoiling anything. Yeah. But <laughs> you should, should probably see at least half of them. And the yeah. ones we mentioned already. Is yeah, like a good, and Black you know, Panther, go see that. Starter kit, you know. But you're, like, yeah. I think most of the people who are watching this are already like, I own the movies. You know, yeah, like, yeah. I watched them this yeah. year. I did the one movie a week That's challenge. Right. I've been here. I've seen all the deleted <laughs> scenes, and I listened to the director's the commentary. <laughs> good. Because you're not going to be disappointed. All I could really say about this film is I left the theater both elated and, like, I got to wait a a year to see Avengers 4. Mm -hmm. Um, And, yes, we're all going to have to wait a year to see (laughs) Avengers 4. But, boy, are we going to have a field day talking about this movie. Once, Once the spoiler, you know, lifts and we can talk freely about this movie, which is next week. So get thee to a theater because we're all going to be talking about this on Monday. Like, I'm cool. Like, I'm not really cool. I want to talk about it right now. There's things I want to say right now. I want to scream stuff, but I can't. So I have to refrain. I did just scream, but I didn't say anything, really. All I did was raise my voice. But I really want to talk about stuff that we're going to talk about right when this video ends. <laughs> so literally, but we're not going to talk. As, and I saw Cody like, hold up. No, we're not. We're, no. going, to, we're going to wait until Live we're in marks. the code of silence. <laughs> Cody's seeing it at 7 o'clock. Thanos so demands our silence. The whole Collider crew will have seen this by tomorrow is like the goal so that we can all talk about it freely. But when the cone of like weird 
cone of silence outside of the rest of the world where you're just kind of stumbling around. It's like, I've got this crazy secret. I feel like we're in E.T. in those suits and we're just like, we are the ones that are contaminated with knowledge. Like, we have to, like, get around. (laughs) Yeah, we literally are in that weird kind of so like boy in the bubble type yeah, stuff. Like, like, yeah, like we're here, but we can't acknowledge. It's like yeah. we're in the hazmat suit to protect the rest of the world. Yeah, <laughs> and I love that. I love that I feel this responsibility. I kind of, I really appreciate that the movie had such importance that I feel like I need to be that. Like there's no mm. recklessness in me. There's no troll in me. Like I love the fact that I'm walking around like, oh, I've been marked with knowledge, important knowledge. Like it feels like a lot. Yeah. Well, what are your final thoughts? We're going to wrap this up because I know you all have to go get those tickets immediately. So, Koi, final thoughts on Avengers Infinity War, the non-spoiler edition. Non-spoiler edition, I love the fact that this has been the most difficult thing I've ever hosted. I love the fact that it had such high expectations and it somehow hit them. I love the fact that it left me shook and it left me silent and I am never silent. And I love the fact that it felt important enough that my very first thought was I can't wait to tell my grandkids I was there. That, that, that means something to me, the fact that I, I was at an experience that felt so important. Marquia? Uh, I love that this movie basically embraced all of my nerddom and then uh, reached into my chest and held my heart to then vice put it in a vice and then release the pressure when it deemed itself worthy <laughs> that it it will do this at any point in time. So, yes, I felt taken care of uh, and felt devastated at the same time. It was so excellently executed. Uh, it, it was uh, made with love, but also made with that brother love where they'll just be like punchy for no reason. <laughs> 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 I, I have to see this at least at six, at yeah, least six, six, I think at least six <laughs> times. So, yeah, for sure. Um, mm-hmm. like, I agree with both of you. I, I feel my final thoughts is like after having seen, you know, the phase one, phase two, and now here we are at the completion end of phase three, you know, another year. God. And we'll be in the completed zone of phase three. Still in it. But uh, having seen a movie like Civil War where we had all these characters, like, first of all, introducing all these characters, mm-hmm. bringing them into the Avengers, introducing even more of these characters, bringing them into Age of Ultron, and then following up within now every episode of one of these characters is a little bit of a continuation, a bit of a soap opera of each other's lives, where we saw Civil War, even though it was called Captain America, it was Avengers 2.5, and it was the introduction to T'Challa and Wakanda, which served as a perfect prequel to Black mm-hmm. Panther. Mm-hmm. So with Avengers Infinity War, this is that, that movie that I feel like has successfully, which is one of the hardest feats to pull off. I, you know, I'm shocked and amazed at what the Russo brothers and Marvel Studios and Kevin Feige were able to do with this film. It does not disappoint. In fact, it satisfies in, in such a way that you, when we finally can actually talk about certain <laughs> things, you'll find out. I mean, it both is like crushing and elevating at the same time. And it was, there are so many scenes in this movie that capture all of these characters in their ultimate glory, in their greatness, and why you love all of these characters. There's signature moments from every single character from the Marvel Cinematic Universe in this film, and it also carries so much weight to it that the things that are happening in this movie truly do, do have that weight to carry forward and push things into Phase 4, which we'll have to wait for until next year. But you don't have to wait to go see that movie. Go see it now. I want to thank Koi and Marquia for being here on the special non-spoiler edition of Heroes. Whew! <laughs> All right. Now we got to go sweat oh. it out and talk about some <laughs> talk, stuff. Talk we'll, see you, we'll see you next week where we'll get all extra sweaty and talk about this movie in depth. It's that little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive. 
brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Does anybody want breakfast? Guys, let's go. I'm leaving for McDonald's in five seconds. Why do you start with that? The Breakfast Stampede Meal. It's only at McDonald's, where there's a meal for every morning. And nothing says morning like a classic sausage McMuffin with egg. Right now, get this all-time favorite for just two bucks on the one, two, three dollar menu. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba da ba ba ba.